to engage with your fans. <laughs> True. <laughs> with your, specifically, with your fans. No, they're your fans just as much as they are mine. <laughs> they're our fans. Hello, friends. What's up? Uh, this is Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. And we just watched episode number 24, the final episode of part two, at least according to American Netflix, entitled Pink Rose. This is an episode that is very much being framed as the finale of the part. Um, if you're listening to this show, you probably know by now that, of course, in Japan, episodes of Terrace House come out weekly. So uh, in, in America, if you want to see the episode that follows this one, you're going to have to wait till April 7th. Meaning you're going to, if you're listening in real time, spend the entirety, hopefully, of your quarantine <laughs> um, waiting for new episodes. Or you can go to nordvpn.org slash Terrace or use coupon code Terrace and you'll get 70% off of a three-year plan and one month of NordVPN free, which of course allows you to set your location of your computer uh, or tablet or phone or whatever you're using to Japan, give you access to Netflix Japan's whole library, and see every episode of Terrace House in real time as they are aired week to week, which means you'll have a, a whole nother batch of at least a half dozen episodes that are not currently on the service and more as they come out, which we are about to have to pivot to. We've been watching it on American Netflix for the past few weeks, but starting with the next episode of the show, we're going to be getting ahead of American Netflix's release schedule. And I can't imagine, I mean, here's the thing. Netflix's decision here, because this episode ends with such an intentional cliffhanger it's like they want people to use a VPN to watch it yeah. on Japanese Netflix. Because, like, who is going to watch the end of the episode we just saw? Uh, for reference, we're talking about the, the playroom scene between Haruka and Pepe. And just, like, sit on their hands until April, knowing that these new episodes are out there. That's crazy. You have to get a VPN and watch this stuff. Like, Which we know, like, half of you definitely already got the VPN. Yeah, because y'all are ahead of us, according to Twitter. Um, but, yo, this episode. So... Let's, I mean, let's let's start at the beginning. Last episode ended with the the pseudo fight in the playroom right. between Haruka and Hana. How now that you've had a night to sleep on it? How did you feel about that fight? Wow, that cliffhanger seems so irrelevant now that we've had this cliffhanger. I know it. This they're well, they were both. I mean, they're really good at cliffhangers. True, it's it's no mistake. Um, the cliffhangers are better than what comes after it. Like. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. The, the payoff is never going to be yeah. as exciting or as worthwhile. Well, I was screaming for what? the whole episode. Because the cliffhanger or just the whole episode? I mean, I started screaming when we <laughs> saw what happened after the cliffhanger and then didn't stop screaming. For yeah. The whole Yo, first of all, <laughs> let's talk about that. So the cliffhanger last time was Hana gets on the phone after her fight with, with Emika and calls someone to come hang out with her. We thought that it was uh, Rio. Right. And or the, her mom. Or her mom. But it was it was Haruka. Yeah. Which in, in Heinz and actually the, the kid on the peanut gallery totally called it. What did he say? He said he said maybe it's Haruka. Oh really? Right before he yeah, did. He, he did. did. Which like great great observation. Like she's become the new Kaori. Yeah, she's that's what you said as we were watching it. You're yeah, like, Wow, she, she's the Kaori chan of this. She's this, the middleman of the two girls that are fighting. Which you never want to be in that position. Well, she's making up for being one of those girls now. This is karma, you're Yeah, saying? well, like, she's being the mediator now that she was one of those, like, girls yeah. fighting. Well, and she's also, like, turned over a new leaf. And so she's now looking back on her previous conflicts, maybe, through the lens of, wow, that was trivial and stupid, and I wish I hadn't wasted time doing that. Right. Because I gotta That's say, I, 
I didn't miss these fights as much as I thought I would. It, on paper, <laughs> the drama's fun, but like I actually loved the like five or so days we had of just like a a really peaceful terrace house. Right, but the drama is what makes you get that VPN. True. That's what propels you forward. Yeah. Like now I I, I need to I will lose sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um what what all happened in this episode that's worthwhile? We we get to see this side of Emika that's a little bit more yeah. gloves off. You know what I mean? Where she's like, oh, Hana's going to do some stunt work overseas. Well, I'm going to ask Rio on a date and make a big scene out of Like intentionally doing it while she's out of town, I thought was a little shrewd, a little, a little, it felt a little conniving to I'm me. I'm like so conflicted about her character now. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the camera work and I don't know if it, she's just bad at like appearing on TV, <laughs> but she just always looks kind of like mad slash like sad. Yeah. And it doesn't help that she's like being framed as this like backstabbing kind of like <laughs> conniving person. Like, I don't know. Maybe she's like actually just a chill person, but it just looks really bad. Right. Yeah. She's her her expression is so blank so often that she's really susceptible to being cut in a way that makes her seem like bored he, at a fancy restaurant or yeah. oblivious to the the tone in the room. And as like psycho as Hannah is right now, yeah. Like I almost don't like Emika more just because she just looks mad all the time. <laughs> it did really, the, <laughs> the past episode and a half really did significantly alter my perceptions of both characters. Yeah. Because Hana was our, our, our shining star, our, our could do no wrong, perfect baby until that fight. Right. And, and you know, like I coming back, looking back on that fight, I really do still think that Emika was in the right there. And honestly, in this episode, Hana even says that. She's like, yeah, after I went away and had some time to cool off, I was realizing that I kind of blow my stack sometimes over inconsequential shit. Right. Um, but what's weird about this is that if they would just talk to each other, they'd realize that they're both on the same page right now. Emika is like, eh, it's not that big a deal. I think we were both overreacting. Hana's like, yeah, I shouldn't have reacted that way. Right. But because they're not talking directly to each other, there's this weird thing happening mm. where Hana's like... I want to apologize, but then she's hearing from Rio that Emika's over it, but then Emika is now in this mode where she's doing like what seems to be intentionally hurtful stuff, bragging about her date, talking about how she was quote unquote in heaven after that date with Rio. <laughs> like there's right. all this weird, these mind games are at play where it's like, if they just talk to each other, it, it really doesn't seem like this needs to be as big of a deal as it is. Oh, they're both little shits. Yeah, it seems like I just wish they'd fucking talk about like, it. They, you did this to yourself, both of them. It's just so nothing that they're fighting over. Yeah. And and honestly, I mean, if, if you had to lay the blame at one person's feet, though, I think it's Hana. Like, but also Emika's approach of like wanting to control what Hana does, like with their big fight. Emika mm -hmm. could have just like told Dio what the situation was right. instead of like freaking out at Hana. Yeah, true. Like you can't force someone to think something. That is true. I don't know. It just, it seemed, that, that's a good point. Like, if she just said to Rio, like, hey, uh, I, it bothered me when this other girl said this in front of you that I'm that I'm sleeping on the couch with this guy, but it really doesn't mean anything. He could have been like, all right, cool. He wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's almost like Emika's more dishonest than Hana because at least Hana's communicating everything that she thinks. Totally. I mean, one thing that I wrote down for this episode is that, like, Hana can't hide her emotions at all. No. At all. She's completely incapable of it. So, 
uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to in a second, but there's other moments in this episode where that plays out in, in less uh, catastrophic ways. Right. Um, but we should talk about the the date at Hotel Prince. Right. Right. That is like... Like, we uh, were both just like, wow, we want to go on a date. Yeah. It was just like, like we knew that Pepe was planning... He said something fancy, like an Italian-style nice date where they dress up. But this was like awesome. I've never in my life been on a date this I nice. didn't know that people like do this. It's it's nuts. Like, how did he even find this beautiful like table with this view of of Tokyo? And is that a Microsoft leave, logo? Leave it to an Italian man. That is totally a Microsoft. So, logo. so they were across the street from the Microsoft headquarters in Shinagawa. I wonder how far they are from Sega. Is that where all the headquarters are? Yeah, in Shinagawa. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, it was a really cute date. The flowers were maybe a little much. <laughs> the or, pink or, rose metaphor. Not yeah, you know, <laughs> not the flowers, but the explanation of the flowers. Right. Seemed like it was. You could have let the let the atmosphere speak for itself. Let right. the fact that you're both dressed up in a beautiful place with beautiful flowers and nice food. You don't have to come out and say, That's "I true. bought you these because I'm in love with you." Like That's true. You everything else is already saying that. He like can't help it though. He's a little dorky. He, he, yeah, he's dorky. He just likes her so much. He like doesn't even know what to do with himself. Mm-hmm. And then she's clearly been on, like, you know, this. people do this for her fairly often. You think so? Yeah. I mean, she's, like, an actress and she, like, plays golf. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> but it's probably usually, like, old men. Right. The 90-year-old dudes. Right. Not, like, a hot Italian I wonder guy. if coronavirus has killed off all of her... Oh, my God! <laughs> her, her auto shop homies. I hope not. <gasps> they seem resilient. They do. Yeah. They do. They're tough, tough, tough guys. Yeah. Emika, though, I don't... Um, but there's so many cute moments in this in this episode of like Haruka giggling either before the date, during the date, or after the date, looking back on it, where yeah. she just seems uh, so pleased by this. He bought her pajamas. Is that cute? Matching pajamas. Do we like? I don't know. It's I don't know. it's weird. I don't know what that vibe is. But here's the thing. Here's what's good about it. It's a weird move. But it's a weird move that she also almost did to him. Remember, she said she right. almost bought him. So they're just two weirdos who are perfect for That's each other. True. Also, it can't hurt to like buy her things. It can't hurt. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, it was a cute date. I thought Pepe looked incredible in his suit. He looked so good. Um, Harka's dress was whatever. Yeah, no, she always looks good. It was. It was fine. Pepe <laughs> looked awesome though. Pepe was. I just didn't know he could. I mean, whatever. He's a fucking I mean, Uniqlo like, model or exactly. something. So of course he. Well, all he had to do was like slick his hair back. Yeah. Do you think he, do you think all these nice clothes he has are just like leftover clothes from a shoot that he was allowed to keep? Oh, maybe. And that's why they fit him so well. And Probably. Because nothing about his uh, persona or his career path would lead to him having all these nice clothes. I think that these are all like things he just kind of didn't give back to the, the dressing room after his photo shoots. But then again, like not that I know anything about Italians, but I feel like they have nice clothes mm. and when they date they like to do things like this okay that's my impression that's the stereotype yeah that's my impression i wonder if he felt pressured to live up to that stereotype uh i feel like he's just naturally like really fucking italian <laughs> that's what it's <laughs> really like fucking me. italian <laughs> the pepe story i mean he's writing a whole manga about it yeah true um this is this makes for good manga content for him. totally I, I wonder if that's why he does it to some degree I mean, when he's meeting with those manga cause an episode or two ago, and they were like asking if there's a girl in the house he likes, he's like, "Yeah, but I don't really know if it's gonna work out." They're like, "Well, you know, heartbreak always makes for a better story than like mm-hmm. a successful relationship." Yeah, I do wonder if, to some degree, he's 
throwing himself so fully into this because no matter how it turns out, it's like good inspiration for his work. Yeah, artists are dramatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely tied to that. Um, I love this episode. I, I did. This was a great episode. It was a great app. Um, it really took 20, 27, 21, 21 episodes to get here. 24? 24. It did. It, 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 no, 21 is right. Because it's really been... Uh, it's, it's really been for the past four episodes or so that things have been firing on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't... I just can't imagine like getting to this point and then being like, well, I can't wait. Time to wait for April. Because <laughs> this shit is so... This is the most high-octane, oh, pure Colombian terrace house injected right into our veins it's like you can't you can't do much better than this and then the fact that like Monica's gonna leave soon right so you know we'll get someone new and i mentioned to you during the episode i was like is it just me or no does nobody else know about this because yeah, no it, it's been like two or three episodes since since um pepe found out and nobody knew and there is a scene in this episode where he tells two of the guys which almost felt like overstepping a little bit yeah but it's like they're bros yeah and he was also like, look, I... She I, didn't tell the girls for a reason. They're fucking crazy. True. The guys true. are chill. They are chill. But Pepe was also like, his excuse was like, I have to tell you this or me confessing that, like, me explaining why I feel the way I feel is not going to make sense. Right. Um, no, I get that. Yeah. I So I, I, I guess I understand why he did it. I just kind of also felt like it wasn't his place to say. Probably not. But I also can't see Haruka getting mad. Like, I don't feel like she would care that much yeah probably not them. probably not because she's already emotionally detaching from this house as we speak do you think she i mean i i think she's really leaving she probably told him because like she likes him and she wanted to speed things up anyways mm. you know it's it's the it's the terrace house equivalent of a character in a show finding out that they only have like three months to live Oh my god. It just accelerates everything. <laughs> well, she lit a fire under his ass. Yeah, and I mean, sure. look at the results. She's getting free pajamas and nice <laughs> nice uh, restaurant hotel dates. She's like, shit, I'm gonna do this every three months. Just tell someone I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Move into, go to a different reality show <laughs> and then tell the guy I like the most I'm about to leave. Get some pajamas, roll out. She's got a closet full of other pajamas from every other Japanese reality show where she's pulled this stunt. Oh, wow. Um, what do you think of the couch scene after the date where she's still wearing her nice dress, he's wearing his oversized pajamas, and they almost uh, sort of kiss but don't? Yeah, it like, like why can't they just kiss? Like, so much tension. It's it's a lot. It's just, the more tension there is, it's like, the more you have to do it. At a certain point, I hate watching moments like this when it doesn't happen because it's like it better like, fucking happen like there's a moment where like they're looking into each other's eyes and one of them i don't remember which one is like eh what 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 is it what are you looking at and it's oh like my God. dude just let the moment like play out for fuck's sake they make so much eye contact too like all the time and this, they film this, that. there's a there's a moment there's, oh a, there's a moment in this episode where they they say yeah i had fun me too and then there's like a 15 second bout of silence and then what what is it nothing oh my god i think they're just they're pretty awkward people yeah they are awkward why uh, is why can he do everything but like kiss her yeah like he can go and do that whole pink rose thing which was like crazy i think because that's premeditated and doesn't require acting in the moment it doesn't require courage it's the same reason he can write a compelling romance manga but not live one out <laughs> because if you have it's like if you have infinite time to think of what you're gonna say or do you can right. have, have the perfect plot you can have the perfect gift 
But in these moments where I think he probably feels pressure for it to be perfect because he's as a as a creator, as an artist, he's probably obsessed with like fashioning these perfect moments. He's probably really inside his own head of like, oh, is this the right time to do it? Am I misreading this? The last thing he wants is to go for it and for it to not go well. You think he's actually like inexperienced? It's hard to say. Women? I why can't they just bring a fucking like hoe on the show? That's what we need. If uh, you, no one's we twenty it the whole <laughs> season ended without anyone. no kisses. Yeah. Zero kisses. Like this is it. This is the end. No one hooked up. Part two. So if you were trying to pitch Terrace House to someone, you're like, yeah, it's like this romance reality show where these three men and three women live in really close quarters and people are like, Oh, I bet there's all sorts of like crazy hookups it's like no they nobody's kissed and i've been watching it for 24 hours like how old are they (laughs) they're like 20 something 24 divided by it's been five months of three boys and three girls in a house together and nobody's even like slightly this is like why no one's having babies in japan like this you're saying this show is a is a reflection of japanese declining birth rate (laughs) literally they're so infertile it's like insane how do you how do you not I don't get it. It's wild. I really don't get it. It is wild, but it, I don't know what to say. I, I like your hoe idea. Yeah, they really need to bring like, they need to just the bring next girl better just just a fuck just it a, up. A, a, just fuck it up. a recklessly <laughs> bisexual, chaotic. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Just a just a Tasmanian devil of sex. Yeah. To come into the house <laughs> Please, like, and just suck everyone in. Like this is hurting me. Um, well shit, man. I if if I just feel like we are we are in, incrementally closer every episode to to something happening. Right. I'm dying to see what the next few episodes hold for Pepe and Haruka, especially with her departure announced. I'm also dying to see if or whether this Hana Emika fight resolves. Um. There's a lot to uh, yeah. A lot to look forward to. And do you want to you want to take some questions from Twitter? I've been engaging with our. Our Twitter followers. That's true. Noelle has uh, taken the reins of the Twitter account. I haven't used Twitter since 2018, so this is really exciting for me. Okay, so my question was, ask Nick and I some questions. Okay, what do we got? <laughs> um, okay, this one's for you. Which Terrace House member or host would you main in a TH-based fighting game? A Terrace House-based fighting game. What, does it say it's for me? No. No, but it's like, you I can't it's... answer this. I mean, you can kind of answer it. Well, okay, someone also responded there, like, the only true choice is Yamachan. Yeah, true. Well, if the peanut gallery is allowed, then Yamachan's a good answer. Yamachan would be, like, a like a kind of a fun, like, that joke fighter from Street Fighter who's really bad on purpose. I can't remember his name. I would say Pepe, because they would have to give him a crazy moveset where, like, his attacks are him, like, drawing a sword and then attacking with it or something. Oh, okay. I can't really think of what other people's... What about Hana? Actually, imagine Ruka, but it's he's drawing these scary demons and. Oh my god, Ruka would be the one to like fall off the cliff. <laughs> in Smash Brothers or whatever. Yeah, like, you're right though. Hana is like. Hana would obviously. She's already in like Rumble Roses. Or yeah. Something. God, I haven't thought about Rumble Roses in a minute. Holy shit! Uh, Rio could fight with his his baseball bat, basketball bat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. forgot what he's sports are. He's not scary at all. But no. Emiko would be like the killer. Yeah, like an assassin. Yeah. Like a slinky, like one of those dresses where there's a slit down the side. and <laughs> Yeah. Like the, the spy girl from Resident Evil 2. She would have like poison. Haruka could hit you with her car. Yeah, Haruka <laughs> would be Mario Kart. 
don't know which Princess Peach is. So I guess that's the question. If there was a Terrace House video game, what would genre would you want? Would you want a kart racer? Yeah, I mean, I don't play a lot of video games, yeah. so I'm like Mario Kart. No, that's fine. Who's Yoshi in this scenario? Who is Yoshi in this? Uh, Ruka. No, but Ruka would be like Toad. Yeah, because he's just sort of screaming and yeah. warbling, and yeah. no one can understand him. Yeah, it's kind of no, weird. Ruka would be Toad. Um, I don't know who Yoshi would be. Oh, probably like Shohei. Yeah, Sho- it'd be like Shohei or Shoshi. Kali. Yohei. Yohei. Um, what what else we got? Any other questions? Um. Hmm. Would you rather be a cast member or a commentator? Why? By Nick J. I mean, the the merit of us doing this podcast, we probably would be good at being commentators. I wouldn't but, mind being a cast. But member. also, I'm dying to be a cast. Yeah, member. no. Of course, you, of course, it's all you can think about while watching the show. I would, I would much rather actually be a cast member when it came to actually like being on TV. Yeah, for sure. You would be a great Terrace House cast member. I think so, too. Yeah. That would be a fucking awesome season. I kind of hope that happens someday, somehow. I just... There would be so much miscommunication. Really? Yes, for sure. In English or Japanese or what? I guess, like, Japanese. Yeah? Because, you know, everybody speaks Japanese. But, like, just because I don't understand a lot of cultural nuance stuff, like, I feel like I'll have a lot of miscommunication. Mm. And then have, like, fights. And it'll be fun. I would love to. It, it would, would be, be so interesting to see somebody you know on Terrace House because you would know I the know. person so well that you'd know what their intent is. And so seeing other people talk about them and, and understand them and misunderstand them would be like, it would be fascinating to have that level of insight. It would be like so scary to be a girl on Terrace House. Yeah. Like the girls are always very scary. Mm-hmm. It'd be so cool. It would be so cool. Okay. One more question. What would you? What would be your dish to wow people if you were ever on Terrace House? Oh man! By R D R two disappointment log. Um, I would. St- I mean, I have a pretty good answer. You I, do. I think it would be. I there's this like family recipe, <laughs> that's like a um, sweet potato casserole uh-huh. that we have around Thanksgiving time. That's like sweet potatoes. And an insane amount of butter and brown sugar mm. in like a like a sort of a big glass pan covered with this topping that's also just brown sugar and pecans. Oh my god, that it's, sounds so good. The amount of sugar you put in it is if you saw me making it, you'd be like, I'm not eating that. Yeah. But it is so good and so uniquely American and southern. Right. That I think I mean like I if, if I could give that to a house of Japanese people, they'd be like, I've never had anything like this. They're this like, is... why is it so good? And you're like, honey, it's just it's sugar. Just, yeah, just sugar and butter. That's why. <laughs> I usually would make like Japanese things for people because we're in America. So we're just impressed that you can do that. But like, I guess I would make like pico de gallo and mm. like tacos. Yo. There's like no Mexican food there. Totally. There was an episode of like the last episode, we didn't talk about it, but somebody was eating a burrito. Oh my god! It was just like there was just like salad in it. Yeah, there was like it was like a half eaten burrito that someone was holding in their hands. Was it Hana? It was Hana. And there was like what appeared to be like twelve twigs of of cilantro sticking out of just the part she had last bit, and it was like, what is going on with that? Like I don't. Was it even cilantro? Like it just looked like mixed greens. It, to I me. I don't know. I, I did know. finally have good Mexican food in Japan, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like they're getting pretty good at it. There's a few places. I'll, yeah. I'll drop a pin. It's hard to find the ingredients. Like, I tried to make tacos there. Like, I had to go to, like, three different grocery stores. Mm. And, like, jalapeno, like, fresh jalapenos, like, you can't even find them. Is there some wasabi on there? 
Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah. Well, keep keep sending us your questions, you guys. I think we could make this like a recurring segment where yeah. uh, y'all send questions. We'll, we'll end each episode with it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a long episode for us. I know. Um, but we wanted to give you guys a strong finale to end on uh, for those of you who are going to have to wait till April for more Terrace House and more Terrace House Mafia. But for the rest of you who have signed up for the VPN using nordvpn.org slash Terrace and you're going to join us on this very intense period of, of follow-up episodes, um, we hope you have a good time on this journey with us. Yeah, we'll try to catch up with you guys. We're, I think we will. Yeah. I think we are. This is our moment. Now that we're locked in a house together... Yeah. Uh, unable to escape for an indefinite amount of time. It's literally the podcast. The the na- nation the nation's health has never been worse, but our podcast health has never been better. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we'll talk uh, to you next time. Yeah, talk to you next time. Uh, we'll do this again. Bye.